Chapter Three of This Crowded Earth by Robert Bloch. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Greg Marguerite. This Crowded Earth by Robert Bloch. Chapter Three. President Winthrop, 1999. The Secretary of State closed the door. Well, he asked. President Winthrop looked up from the desk and blinked. Hello, Art, he said. Sit down. Sorry I'm late, the secretary told him. I came as soon as I got the call. It doesn't matter. The president lit a cigarette and pursed his lips around it until it stopped wobbling. I've been checking the reports all night. You look tired. I am. I could sleep for a week. That is, I wish I could. Any luck? The president pushed the papers aside and drummed the desk for a moment. Then he offered the secretary a gray ghost of a smile. The answer's still the same. But this was our last chance. I know, the President leaned back. When I think of the time and effort, the money that's been poured into these projects to say nothing of the hopes we had, and now it's all for nothing. You can't say that, the Secretary answered. After all, we did reach the moon. We got to Mars, he paused. No one can take that away from you. You sponsored the Martian flights. You fought for the appropriations, pushed the project, carried it through. You helped mankind realize its greatest dream. Save that for the newscasts, the President said. The fact remains we've succeeded, and our success was a failure. Mankind's greatest dream, eh? Read these reports and you'll find out this is mankind's greatest nightmare. Is it that bad? Yes, the President slumped in his chair. It's that bad. We can reach the moon at will. Now we can send a manned flight to Mars, but it means nothing. We can't support life in either place. There's absolutely no possibility of establishing or maintaining an outpost, let alone a large colony or a permanent human residence. That's what all the reports conclusively demonstrate. Every bit of oxygen, every bit of food and clothing and material would have to be supplied. And investigations prove there's no chance of ever realizing any return. The cost of such an operation is staggeringly prohibitive. Even if there was evidence to show it might be possible to undertake some mining projects, it wouldn't begin to defray expenses once you consider the transportation factor. But if they improved the rockets, managed to make room for a bigger payload, wouldn't it be cheaper? It would still cost roughly a billion dollars to equip a flight and maintain a personnel of twenty men for a year, the President told him. I've checked into that, and even this estimate is based on the most optimistic projection. So you can see there's no use in continuing now. We'll never solve our problems by attempting to colonize the Moon or Mars. But it's the only possible solution left to us. No, it isn't, the President said. There's always our friend Leffingwell. The Secretary of State turned away. You can't officially sponsor a thing like that, he muttered. It's political suicide. The gray smile returned to the gray lips. Suicide? What do you know about suicide, Art? I've been reading a few statistics on that, too. How many actual suicides do you think we had in this country last year? A uh, hundred thousand? Two hundred, maybe? Two million, the President leaned forward. Add to that over a million murders and six million crimes of violence. I never knew. Damned right you didn't. We used to have a Federal Bureau of Investigation to help prevent such things. Now the big job is merely to hush them up. We're doing everything in our power just to keep these matters quiet or else there'd be utter panic. Then there's the accident total and the psycho rate. We can't build institutions fast enough to hold the mental cases, nor train doctors enough to care for them. Shifting them into other jobs in other areas doesn't cure, and it no longer even disguises what is happening. 
At this rate, another ten years will see half the nation going insane, and it's like this all over the world. This is race suicide, Art. Race suicide through sheer fecundity. Leffingwell is right. The reproductive instinct unchecked will overbalance group survival in the end. How long has it been since you were out on the streets? The Secretary of State shrugged. You know I never go out on the streets, he said. It isn't very safe. Of course not. But it's no safer for the hundreds of millions who have to go out every day. Accident, crime, the, the sheer maddening proximity of the crowds. These phenomena are increasing through mathematical progression, and they must be stopped. Leffingwell has the only answer. They won't buy it, warned the Secretary. Congress won't, and the voters won't any more than they bought birth control. And this is worse. I know that, too, the President rose and walked over to the window, looking out at the skyscraper apartments which loomed across what had once been the mall. He was trying to find the dwarfed spire of Washington's monument in the tangled maze of stone. If I go before the people and sponsor Leffingwell, I'm through. Through as President, through with the party. They'll crucify me. But somebody in authority must push this project. That's the beginning. Once it's known, people will have to think about the possibilities. There'll be opposition, then controversy, then debate. And gradually, Leffingwell will gain adherence. It may take five years, it may take ten. Finally, the change will come. First through volunteers, then by law. I only pray that it happens soon. They'll curse your name, the secretary said. They'll try to kill you. It's going to be hell. Hell for me if I do, yes. Worse hell for the whole world if I don't. But are you quite sure it will work? His method, I mean. You saw the reports on his tests, didn't you? It works all right. We've got more than just abstract data now. We've got films for the telescreenings all set up. Films? You mean you actually show what the results are? Why, just telling the people will be bad enough and admitting the government sponsored the project under wraps. But when they see... Nothing on earth can save you from assassination. Perhaps it doesn't really matter. The President crushed his cigarette in the ashtray. One less mouth to feed. And I'm getting pretty sick of synthetic meals anyway. President Winthrop turned to the Secretary, his eyes brightening momentarily. Tell you what, Art. I'm not planning on breaking the proposal to the public until next Monday. What say we have a little private dinner party on Saturday evening? Just the Cabinet members and their wives. Sort of a farewell celebration, in a way, but we won't call it that, of course. Chef tells me there's still twenty pounds of hamburger in the freezers. Twenty pounds of hamburger? You mean it? The Secretary of State was smiling, too. That's right. The President of the United States grinned in anticipation. Been a long time since I've tasted a real honest-to-goodness hamburger. End of Chapter 3 of This Crowded Earth by Robert Bloch